So you've managed to create your dream life, but you're beginning to notice that something is still missing. You have the career, you got the bag, but now you don't have anyone to share it with romantically. You've tried the dating apps, but you're noticing you keep getting the same outcome. Men find you attractive, but for some reason, they never commit to making you their wife. Becoming a wife takes more than just a pretty face and a home-cooked meal. You've got to heal your traumas, learn to communicate effectively, and embody feminine energy. On this podcast, I'm helping you look deeper than just using external tactics to find a man. Hi, I'm Delencia, a dating and confidence coach for women of color. Hang with me, and I'll put you on the path to becoming wifey material. Let's do this. Hey, wifey, I am so glad that you're here listening in, and we have such a great episode to get into today, but just kind of want to bring y'all into what is going on in my life right now, where things are at right before or right after I spent the holidays with my boyfriend. He was making this comment like, Oh my gosh, the holidays were so sweet. Like that was our last holidays, not being a married couple and without children or pregnant at least and all those things. So I'm really excited about 2023 because I know that this is going to be a pivotal foundational year for the rest of my life. And I know that many of you are hoping that you meet your person that you can go through this phase of life with too. And so that's why I'm here. That's why I'm helping you. That's why I continue to create content to be able to help you along your journey. So I just wanted to bring y'all into that because he keeps telling me about him going shopping and I know it's happening this year and he's telling me um, about how we want to get pregnant by the end of the year, like all of those different types of things. So lots of exciting things going on over here. And I will try to keep you guys updated as much as I can. My main thing that I'm doing right now to prepare for all of that is just making sure that I keep my nails in tip-top shape because I want to be able to share like in the moment video or anything like that whenever it does happen and I don't want to have to like go back and just like talk about and get my nails done first before it happens I don't know maybe maybe guys are good at this maybe they like give you somewhat of a heads up so that you can make sure all of that stuff is prepared and I try to keep my nails and things done like that anyways but I don't know I just kind (laughs) of I just like I'm nervous that it's going to happen on an off time and he's not going to give me a heads up because he wants to make sure that I'm surprised and yeah anyways let's get into the episode shall we I was having a coaching call with one of my clients yesterday and on this call she was just kind of recapping all of the craziness that has been going on in her life for the past couple of months We've been working together for a few months already, but for a good portion of this, she has just, her family has been rocked with people passing away and just a lot of things that really require her intention, her focus, her energy. And so she hasn't been able to implement all the things that she's learning inside of coaching like she would have wanted to. And so me knowing this, I, on our coaching call yesterday, I'm saying, okay, Hey, you've gone through all of these things. This has happened, but we are finally kind of at a point where we're past some of those big events that had to happen. So what are we thinking about 
re-engaging in our strategy for dating going forward. And she goes, you know what? I just, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think it's the right time. I just think that my attention is going to be elsewhere because I just went through all of these things. And I had to stop her for a moment and just kind of ask her some some questions and, and reorient her perspective and her mindset of what was going on. Because I see it happen all of the time. Women say that they're going to take a break and they initially only want to take a break for maybe a few months, but those few months turn into a year, multiple years, and it's just never really the right time. And then when they're much later on in their journey, they come to me and they say, hey, oh my gosh, I want coaching. And I ask them, hey, like what's been going on? Like what have you been struggling with? And they're like, well, to be honest, there was just a lot of things going on in my life. I had to go find myself again. I took a break. And before I knew it, I looked up and I'm 40 and I'm not married. And I, I just really would love to be. I would love children. I would like all the things. And I realized that my time is running thin now. So please help me because they have all of this pressure on them. And that's not what I want for you. I do not want you to be at a point where you have to date out of it's now or never for you to be able to have the life that you want. I want you to be able to date from a place of freedom and exploration and curiosity. I want you to be able to date from a place that really allows you to lean into your feminine energy and not just be like, oh my gosh, I have to figure all this out. I have to interview all these guys. I have to get this done now, 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 hustle, 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 because if not, I may not get it. And the reality is, when we look at the data, some women may not get it, ever. And that hurts me. I do not like that. I do not like hearing that because I know that that does not have to be the reality for you. And so that is why I'm here helping you. And so like I told my client, I asked her, okay, well, what is it that you really want out of dating? And of course, I know this about her already, but just to bring it back to the forefront, you can ask yourself this question too. And she was talking about wanting to be married and she isn't sure 100% if she wants children, but she definitely wants the option to have children up to three or four should she so choose. And she's 31 right now. And she knows that she wants to like meet someone, date them for a little bit before she gets married, potentially wait a second before she has to have children. And she doesn't want to have to, you know, have the baby, heal, have the baby, heal, have the baby, heal, back to back to back. She's actually works, um, in, in nursing, but with like babies, whatever you call that, natal nursing, something, I don't know. I'm not a nurse. I forget her job title. But she works with babies all the time. So she's dealing with pregnant women. She's dealing with those families. She sees these things all the time. And so she was very clear. She was like, yeah, like, I don't want to have to go through that. And I know biologically, scientifically, I don't have forever to make that happen for myself either. The clock is ticking, so to speak. The biological clock is ticking. We don't like it, but it is real. It's not fair, but it is real. And so when she thought about all of the things that she at least wanted to have the option of doing, of pursuing, she needed, you know, a good 10 years maybe to navigate that entire process to where she has her potentially fourth child if she chooses to have that. And if we fast forward 10 years from now to give her the timeline that she would love to have for herself, she'd be looking at 41 by the time all of that happens. Which means at that point in time, for some women, having those children can be really difficult. Those choices not, may not be available to her at that time. 
And so she had to think for herself, oh my gosh, wow, yeah, if I want that to at least be an option, if I don't want to go to the doctor and then have them tell me, sorry, like your body is just not doing that anymore, then she needs to be thinking about meeting her person now and not later. Like now is the prime time for her to be able to invest in that, for her to be able to at least not rush through the entire process, not feel like she has to meet someone and get engaged six months later, get married a month later and pop the baby out immediately after that, and then have to have all of her babies back to back so that she has the time to do it, not even thinking about anything that could go wrong anywhere in there, you know? And so she's like, wow, yeah, actually, I do need to focus a little bit. Maybe I don't need to put this off. Maybe I don't have as much as time as I feel like I have when I actually look at all that I actually want. And maybe that's the same for you. What I actually see is that nine out of 10 times, most women, when they look at their goals, when they look at what they want for their life, they don't have a lot of time to really be taking breaks in their dating life. And if I'm going to be quite frank with you, nine out of 10 times, you don't need the break that you think you do in order to become whatever it is you think you need to become. You can date, explore, meet, create opportunities for yourself as you continue elevating into becoming the fullest potential of your wifey material self. What I hear when someone tells me that they need a break really, is that they're either tired, they're frustrated, they're uncomfortable with rejection, or they just don't see dating as a priority. You think you just need a break. In coaching, I understand that there's a deeper reason why you're saying that you need a break. And that's what you need to dive into. That's what you need to understand. That's what you need to explore. And so I just listed a few common ones, and I want to talk about some things that you can be thinking about if you fall under any of those character, any of those categories. So the first one was if you're tired, and when I say tired, I don't mean like just like over dating. What I mean is that literally you are tired, sleepy, drained, your energy is not where it needs to be. For the last month or so, I switched to a new birth control and I literally felt exhausted 24 hours a day and I didn't know what was wrong. And we finally figured out what was wrong. But if that is you, if you feel, if you physically are like tired, you don't have the energy to do it. Maybe you have a really demanding job, something like that. A lot of my clients are consultants and high level big law lawyers and things like that. And so a lot of times when they are not focusing on what pays the bills, they're drained. They don't have a lot of energy to go out there and date. And so they might say, you know what, like if I'm going out there dating, like I'm not going to be focused on him because I'm just going to want to be sleeping. I'm just going to want to be back home and in my bed. But I want you to think about, or what I want you to look at is if you can find a way to date that feels easy and that fits with your lifestyle that really energizes you. And as you are navigating through people that you meet, through the opportunities that you've created for yourself, is if you can stick to dating people that energize you, that as tired as you are, you look forward to being around them. It's like they give you that burst of energy even when nobody else can or nothing else can, okay? 
It's all about figuring out a way to make it work for yourself. Because truth be told, a lot of my clients that are like that, they don't plan to quit their job anytime soon. So their lifestyle isn't going to change. So often people tell me, my clients tell me, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready yet, but maybe I'll be ready in a month. And I'm like, well, what happens if in a month you're in the same exact situation that you are now? Then what are you going to do? Are you just going to keep putting it off for another month and another month and another year? And now you're looking at a decade later. Is that what you plan on doing? Truth be told, yes. Look at your schedule, create space in your schedule. That is something I preach. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be spacious. I want you to be in your feminine energy. Like I had to do looking at your health, looking at what medicines are you on and what are you eating and how are you taking care of yourself? Like, is that contributing to you feeling tired and sleepy and drained all of the time? Look at that stuff, but also know that if you aren't fixing those things, Your life today is going to be looking very similar to what it's going to look like six months from now when you plan on finishing this break that you want to take. If you aren't doing anything to change it, then the break isn't doing you any good. Most times the break isn't doing you any good. It's just delaying the process. It's delaying the vision. And unfortunately, most times dating only gets harder the longer you wait, not easier. Now, the next thing that a lot of people will tell me is contributing to why they want to take this break is because they're over dating. They're frustrated. They're burnt out. They're like, Delencia, I've been, I've been on the apps. I've been trying to meet people. I've been at this a long time and it's not working. I'm not meeting the type of people that I want to meet. And I'm frustrated. Like I'm over it. I'm so over it. I just want to be done. I just need a moment to focus back on myself and to re-energize myself. And what I want you to do here is to learn how to regulate your emotions. Because when we think about the things that we want for our life, knowing that there is somewhat of a fixed timeline that we don't have all day, we're going to have to learn how to do things even when we're frustrated, even when we're over it, even when we're a bit burnt out. Yes, rest. Yes, take care of yourself. I said that in the last one. But also learn how to regulate your emotions. And I teach a framework inside of my coaching program about how to regulate your emotions. I've also spoke to it a bit in some of my previous podcast episodes, so go listen to those as well. But one reason or one thing that can really help you regulate what is going on is by taking a look at your expectations around the dating process. Because what is really happening is you expected something to look, feel, or be one way, and it wasn't. It didn't happen the way you thought it would or that you wanted it to over and over and over again. And so now you're frustrated. Now you're burnt out. So what was your expectation? Was your expectation that you would hop on a dating app, you would swipe three times and you would meet the love of your life? Or did you leave room for the fact that you might go through this process for nine months before you find the right person for you? And that's okay. And it doesn't mean something is wrong. Did you leave space for the fact that you're going to meet some people who are interested in you? They might want to sleep with you, but they aren't really showing up for a full-blown relationship. Did you leave space for that? 
Because if you didn't expect that to happen and it continues to happen, that's going to lead to frustration and burnout. That's going to lead to impatience. And you have to know how to take yourself from feeling frustrated, from feeling overwhelmed, from feeling burnt out and getting yourself back to that place of peace and calm for yourself. And so that you can date from that place of peace and calm. And it doesn't take a long time. It doesn't, if you know how to emotionally regulate, if you know how to manage your expectations, you don't need a month to figure out how to get yourself back to peace and calm. Maybe you need a day, 48 hours, 72 hours, but you don't need months of a break. Now, another thing that comes up a lot is that people, women especially, are uncomfortable with rejection. They don't like the idea of getting turned down over and over again or getting ghosted or being out in public and complimenting a guy and him looking at them like they're crazy or telling them telling them that they're not his type like they are not used to that and they don't enjoy having that happen and that's understandable it's valid that you don't want that to happen i don't want that to happen however I want you to find the root cause of your fear of rejection because the reason you get rejected can often point to a deeper wound that needs to be healed. So one of the questions that I always ask my clients when this is coming up for them is, what does it mean to you to get rejected? Usually something comes up when we dig deep enough, something comes up like it means I'm not lovable. It means this will never work out. It means I'm not good enough. It will often reveal insecurity that needs to be worked on. And that's the work that needs to be done. So instead of avoiding rejection, you need to be working on healing that wound. Also, when you're in this process and you're realizing what the root cause is of being uncomfortable with rejection, I need you to work towards accepting rejection. My friends, if you are willing to feel rejection or discomfort or impatience or any other undesirable emotion, you can literally accomplish anything. I want you to think about it real quick. The main reason you don't do some of the things that you want to do, that you desire to do, is because you're avoiding a feeling. When you're laying in bed and you have told yourself that you're going to go to the gym, but you're struggling, it's because you're trying to avoid feeling tired when you get out of the bed. You don't want to be tired, so you want to stay in the bed. Or you don't like how you look, you don't like how your sets, your workout sets are fitting. And so you don't want to do that. So you're trying to avoid having to do that. When you are thinking about wanting to change careers into something new, you don't like the annoyance that comes with the tediousness of having to fill out applications and go on all these job interviews and potentially feeling impatient because it's taking longer than you want to. You're trying to avoid risk. You're trying to avoid fatigue. You're trying to avoid all of these feelings. But if you're willing to endure the feeling, everything becomes accessible to you. 
if you're willing to feel rejected, if you're saying, oh my gosh, if I put myself in this situation and I feel rejected and I am okay with feeling rejected, it doesn't mean I have to stop. It doesn't mean I have to quit. It doesn't mean I have to do anything different other than just keep going and being willing to feel it again and get good at being able to feel that and move through it. My love, anything, absolutely anything is possible for you. Okay. Now, another big one, last one that I'm going to talk about for the day, reasons why people often tell me that they want to break is because dating just isn't a priority for you right now. And I want you to ask yourself if, if this resonates with you, if you're like, yep, dating's just not the biggest priority. I have other things to think about. I want you to ask yourself why that is. Why isn't it a priority? When it comes to the vision that you have for yourself, the timeline that you would like things to happen in, whether that's, you know, biological or otherwise, when you think about all of those things, does it make sense for dating to not be a priority for you? Does not, dating not being a priority for you right now fit in with the vision that you want to create for yourself? Most times it doesn't. When I think about how many children I want and what I want life to look like and all of those different types of things, my relationship has to be a priority for me to fit in with a vision that I want for myself. So ask yourself if, you, if waiting fits in with your vision. And I also want you to think about any constraints that might be working against you. Biological time clocks, whether that be work things or family or anything at all, things that might prohibit you from getting where you want to go and the time that you want to get there. And take all of that into account when you ask yourself, why isn't dating a priority? Do you think that you're going to have just all the time in the world later? Maybe. Maybe you don't want kids or anything like that. And so you're like, I have, I have all the time in the world. That might be a reality for you. But for most of you, I bet that's not it. For most of you, you want to be married. You want to be married somewhat quickly. You want children. You want a family. And you want to be able to raise those children while you're at a decent age so that you can live long enough to watch them grow up, to watch them have grandkids, to be there for them through their pivotal moments of life. And... I know a lot of you are probably going to date a man who is at least somewhat older than you. Might not be you know, 30 years older than you, but they might be 2, 3, 4, 5, 10 years older than you. And so you want them to be around for your child as well, your family. All of these things need to be taken into consideration. Okay? So if after you've done all of this, you have looked at what you need to work on, You've looked at your vision and you're like, oh gosh, okay, yes, I need to focus on dating right now, but I need help. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to emotionally regulate this myself or my emotions. So this just does not feel attainable. It does not feel accessible. I don't feel like I can do this right now. Then my love, you need to be in coaching. You need to have support from someone that can help guide you, that can help teach you how to emotionally regulate, who can help you make the right steps so that in the next six to 12 months, you can be off the dating apps 
And you can be investing in growing a relationship with a quality man that aligns with your life vision and values, who fits in with that picture of the vision of your life that you want to create for yourself. That's available to you. And it doesn't take forever to do. You don't need forever to do that. This year, it can happen for you if you know what you're doing. So if you want that, if you're open to that, if you want to learn more about that, then get inside of coaching, go to my show notes, click on the application, book a call. Let's chat to see if on one-on-one dating and confidence coaching is a great fit for you. I'd love to coach you. I'd love to help you because I don't want to see you struggle. I don't want you to be coming back to me 10 years from now saying, oh my gosh, I should have listened to you then because now I haven't figured it out on my own and it feels like it's too late. I feel like I have all this pressure on myself to create, make things happen right away because it hasn't happened in all this time. And if you are, you know, the woman, the woman that is 10 years from now, who you're closer to your forties and it hasn't happened for you, then do you want to spend more time figuring it out on your own? Or do you want to be like my clients who are finding a man that's of quality that they can be in an exclusive committed relationship with within, you know, two to three months after starting to work with me, but at least within the first six months for sure. Okay. If that's you. Come talk to me, book a call. Let's chat to see if this is going to be a great fit for you to see if this is even something that you should pursue that you think would help you. You don't have to commit, just have to have a conversation. And I'd love to talk to you and help you make a decision about if this is the right journey for you. All right, my loves, I will see you all next week. I hope you have an amazing weekend ahead, a wonderful MLK day. If you have the day off, I hope you get to relax a little bit, maybe even find, create an opportunity for yourself to meet someone, a wonderful chance to do that. All right. I love you so much, wifeys. I will talk to you soon.